the Mel Gedroich podcast. Hey you, it's Mel G and this week on our little podcast, you know what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, Guy Fawkes, pom-poms and verrucas. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order, but you know what I mean. If you do like that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There'll be more chat, goss and great songs thrown in for good measure. Describe the outfits that ABBA were wearing during Waterloo, their 1974 Eurovision winning track. I'm thinking uh, each of them with block boots on, got a high step. Of course. Uh, silver capes? No Any capes. Any silver capery going on? That was a bit more sweet. Oh, hello, by the way. Hello, hello, love. hello Sorry. Yeah, hey. Hello, nice to see you. Uh, no silver capes, but do you remember Agneta had this amazing blue shiny trouser suit? Yeah, I do. I think it had a heart cut out of it. Yeah. On the bib of the dungaree. They were amazing, weren't they? Oh, they still are, mate. Is there rumours of a return or not? Yeah. Heavy rumours in the old ABBA rumour mill. Are you up for that? Thumbs up for that? Or you think... Yeah, really? take thumbs up. Uh, now, Bush, I have to say, something slightly exciting has happened this week. Right. Can I tell you? Yes. So, I go into our local uh, coffee joint near to Magic Mansions. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry to call it Magic Mansion, that's a bit twee, isn't it? But I like like it. it. I like it. Magic Mansion. Now, I have noticed that the guy behind the coffee bar area, the barista, let's call him, has been a little bit friendly. Really? He's about, I'd say, late 20s. Uh Uh-huh. Bebearded. And um, he's always been very friendly. He winked at me this week. Did he? And I bought three coffees from him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he charged me a pound for each coffee. Hold on a minute. We've got a few things there. First of all, the wink, that's taking things to a new level. Mate. Pound per it. coffee is almost like knowing someone who works somewhere. Yeah. Like my mate Kester used to work at the Burger King in Torquay. He would do us cheap burgers. Did he? Was he allowed to? He was he allowed to do, well, probably we not allowed know. to us. They were like miss, the, the burger equivalent of a mispull. Yeah. In a pub. So <laughs> that's what you're getting with this guy. Oh, do you think I was getting the misshapen coffee? I don't know. I hope not. I really hope not. But no, this morning, lads genuinely, I'm, I do tend to embroider around material like this, but genuinely, yeah. there was a wink as I came in Whoa. and a softening around the eyes. That is amazing. I think he might have a crush, lads. You reckon there's a crush going on there? Yeah. Unbelievable. You've, you've been very up for getting coffees recently, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's the first thing he texts you on the way to the show. Uh, anyone fancy a coffee? Now we know why. <laughs> I'm embarrassed! <laughs> Um, so I should fill our lovely listeners in. Uh, while we were listening to Roxette, we were all also practising our winks. Bush revealed to me, my friends, that he can't wink. Can't wink at all. I really but, can't wink. So what we did, we, we got wheelie chairs. We did a thing where we, uh, with producer Louise, we got on the wheelie chairs and you have to wheel yourself round and then wink. Bush, you actually did manage a wink. In conjunction with wheeling on a wheelie chair, I can wink. But yeah. normal day-to-day wink. If I was the guy in the coffee Wink shop, now, wink now. Oh, Bush. Can't do it. There's a lot going on there in both eyes. That does not constitute a wink. I can't say the word throth. I know. <laughs> froth. Froth. And I can't wink properly. Every week this show, I discover something I can't do. I think human beings um, are able to wink better out of one eye than the other. So maybe try the other, try the other eye. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> Isn't it? It's terrible. That was... Ex- what, what happened there? That was extraordinary. There's a sort of weird quivering of the upper lid. Yeah. And then the alternating eyebrow seems to do something entirely of its own accord. When I try and wink, it's like if you've ever seen a leftover, leftover doll in a second-hand shop, you know, with two oh. slightly out-of-sync eyes. Yeah. 
They're really, they're really creepy. But the, the overriding thing about the smell is this, is that you are not only getting uh, cut-priced coffees from the guy in the Maybe coffee shop around the corner. a third of the price? A third of the price, and you're getting a wink at the end of it as well. He winked when he walked into the shop the other day. I'm now worried, though, can I just say. So I've got this little thing going. I, I think I do have an admirer, yeah. Okay, okay all right. Which is, do you know what? At my age... Of it really doesn't happen that often. Oh come on! And he's a young, he's quite a young lad, so I feel very, very chuffed. Yeah, I feel very, very chuffed. But now I'm worried, is that I'm, how can I put it? When I go in next time, I yeah. don't want to have that face that says I'm expecting you to give me the cup price coffee and the wink. Yes, I'm, it's it's a bit stressful now. Where do we go from here with this relationship? That's the problem, isn't it? Bush, advise me, mate. Advise well, the me. The interesting thing is, during that song, producer Louise revealed that oh. um, two coffee shops down from where you go and get your free stuff, uh, she's been getting free eggs I know. from another man. Unbelievable! But that's proper solid food. That's actual hard-boiled eggs. Imagine that. Imagine being in a relationship with someone who can get you the drop of a hat, eggs whenever you want them. Two. Two. Two hard boilers with a bit of spinach. Absolutely, whenever you want. Betwixt, probably. Get, get it sorted out. There's a lot. There's a lot to mull on today. There's a lot to mull on. What Listen, about me? What about me? I need. I need. What, no can one's I get interested. Some no one's interested. Um, it's Melchie on magic. Because <laughs> I can't wink. You can't wink and you can't say froth. Oh. Listen, if you want to go into a coffee shop and get some froth on your cappuccino, you can't do it, <laughs> mate. And nor can you provide the wink. I'm sorry, Bush. I'm sorry. I really, 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 really hope that uh, indoor fireworks is still a thing. Imagine if it's not a thing There anymore. are definitely indoor sparklers. But I mean the one. Do you remember indoor firework? You lit this little tiny black cube and it, tiny. Came, it was like a little cat yeah. poo tiny. came out of it. Yeah. It was called like... Witch's snake, but it was just like a little poo. Yeah. Did they make any noise? I don't think they did. It's like a disappointing fizz, and yeah. you put it in the bin, and your whole house caught light, and you ended up on Casualty, the TV show. Yeah, it was a, it was more of a fut than a, <laughs> than a big bang, wasn't it? It was just a fut. 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 Right, here's fut. a question from our little tin. Yeah. Mel, is it okay for people to make grunt-like noises in the gym? Oh. A heavy kind of workout type person. I'm not a big gym user, you know. Neither am I. And I always, if I go to the gym, um, I always avoid any of those kind of, I'm afraid to say it, those alpha male types. Yeah. Because they're too, and alpha females actually. You know the ones? Yeah, they're quite grunty, quite sweaty, and they normally do the free weights. They're in the free weights section, aren't they? Horrid. I saw a guy in there, last time I went to the gym was about a year and a half ago, and there was a guy wearing a mask. He had an oxygen mask on. He was trying to deny himself oxygen so that he could be fitter even more quickly. What do you mean he was trying to deny himself well, oxygen? Apparently you can increase your like bulk or something like that if you starve yourself of oxygen whilst you're doing these aerobic workouts. That's really dangerous, I mean, he was doing like lunges wearing uh, what appeared to be a mask from the Blitz. I just thought, mate, this has gone too far. Maybe he wasn't well, Bush. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't well. It that's, was weird. That's really weird. I, I was in the gym a few years back and there was this really annoying guy, okay? Picture this, picture this. Um, he had a bandana. Ooh. Uh, put round his head like uh, Rocky. Yeah. It's a Rocky-type bandana. I mean, Rambo. Sorry, Rambo. R- same, same Sylvester. Is it the same uh, yes. franchise? No, uh, different different franchise, yeah, Rocky and Rambo. It's Sylvester Stallone, though, so yeah. it's fine. Rambo. Rambo, Rambo. bandana. Uh, the normal sort of slightly overly baggy singlet. Never a good look. No. Uh, some sort of shorts. Barefoot on the running machine. Oh, no. Bare, ruddy. But you see, people. I tell you why people do that. Horrid. Because they can't be bothered to bring their trainers in in their bag. So Thank they think you. if I go barefoot, I can just kind of I don't have to worry about it. 
He, but that's gross. He was Zola budding it on the old running machine. And I just thought, nah. But speaking of barefoot, yeah, right? Love. Has the fear of the Veruca subsided? Because they don't have those pools, the little cold pool now. Yeah. When you walk barefoot from the swimming pool changing rooms the into foot the swimming bath. pool, the foot bath. The foot bath. That's yeah. not there anymore. No. So a Veruca is a thing of the past. Have I've, we have we eliminated the Veruca? I've got a massive one on my right foot. Have you? Uh, afraid so. Yeah. I keep meaning to get it dealt with, haven't quite done that yet. From the lady who only last week was boasting about how, and I quote, beautiful and pretty her feet were. Oh. Ah, lovely. Mel G on Magic, it's Saturday afternoon. Listen, I've got to say, gang, I'm really, really having a good time. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Hope you are as well, Bush. Yeah, I'm having a really good time. I hope everyone is who is listening uh, at the moment. Yeah, we do. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. You should be happy. Oh. 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 Now listen, I've got it in my hands. The weighty ledger of legends. This is the book, okay, if you don't know, if you haven't listened to the show before. It's a large book. uh, And in it, every week, we devote a page and we write something down that we think really doesn't get the kind of adulation it deserves. So, for example, last week we had green eye shadow, which Mel thinks um, should be elevated to... Sorry, mate, we didn't have green eye shadow. We had green eye liner. Is that not the same thing? Oh, oh. bush. Eye shadow yeah. comes in a sort of block form and you rub it onto the eyelid. An eyeliner is a pencil. So complicated. It's so complicated being a girl, isn't it? I know, man. Is eyeshadow the thing that's always cracked into a thousand different pieces that my girlfriend's got in a little plastic case? Yes. In in her makeup bag. Exactly, my Now friends. I know. Now yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, and uh, I hand, I write it first, then I hand the ledger of ledger over to Bush and he draws a picture of it. Today, Bush, um, now I think this deserves a lot of our attention. I'm writing it now. The pom-pom. You want to big up pom-poms. I love a pom-pom. Pom-poms don't get the credit they deserve, in your no, opinion. I mean, let's face it, they are utterly useless. They're useless. What, are what, they for? what use does a pom-pom actually have? Good point, really good point. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I suppose if a piece of masonry was falling off a building and you happened to be wearing a woolly hat with a large pom-pom on, yeah. it might protect your good from uh, the masonry with yeah. the pom-pom. Uh-huh. In that case. But, I mean, that's a that's a rarity. When was the last time you used a pom-pom or had anything to do with a pom-pom? Hello. Oh, hold on a minute. I've got my rucksack uh, here, and on it is a large navy blue pom-pom. I love my pom-poms. It's so weird because my daughter, Erin, who's seven, has a brown version of that pom-pom attached to her bag. Uh, is it like a gang symbol or is it a girl thing or what's going on? Are they back in? They're quite cool now. Really? They are quite cool. on it today I'm doing well bush bush I am totally on top of this oh yeah bush bush give me the facts bush give me your thing tell me everything <laughs> and it went slightly mad at the end that was the best one yet Mel yeah that was really good totally on it we're going to have to release that on iTunes. That'd be so good. An EP. Oh, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? Yeah, a long, a long version, a twelve-inch. Mel sings the theme tune of Bush's Red Letter Day. Red Letter Day. What about now, that? We know it's the fourth of Nov. We know it's Bonfire Eve. But what day is it? Then what day is it? Well, I'm going to properly fixate on the fifth of November, Bonfire Night tomorrow. Oh. Because that's what everyone's obsessed with this weekend. Totes. I'm going to give you three amazing facts about Bonfire Night. Great. Fact number one, a Chinese cook accidentally discovered fireworks during the 10th century. <gasps> he mixed three kitchen ingredients and set the concoction alight. The result was colourful flames. 
Wow. That's brilliant. Unbelievable, huh? It's a 10th century invention. Big time. Nice. Fact number two, the only place that officially does not celebrate Guy Fawkes Day is St Peter's School in York. Yeah. Because Fawkes attended the school as a child and they will not burn him in effigy as a sign of respect for a former pupil. Final fact, when the yeoman of the guard caught Guy Fawkes, he tried to give them a fake name when questioned and they, he came up with the name of John Johnson. Oh, that's weak. Isn't that weak? Of all the names that you could come up with, he's come up with John Johnson. Because what he's done there is he's repeated the name John. He could have come up with better, that's all I'm saying. John Johnson. John Johnson. If a yeoman of the guard were to do that to you, Bush, now, give me a fake name. Barry Bryson. Oh, that's good. It's not bad, is it? Kind of a that's play on Barry. Very strong. I'm the yeoman of the guard, just caught you. What's your name, Mel? Uh, Claire Baker. Claire Baker? I work with Claire Baker. She really? works in this building. Oh, does she? Yeah. Oh, her identity. You've embroiled, you stole her identity and somehow involved her in some kind of parliament plot. That's really weird. Poor Claire. I hope she's going to be okay. I've never met her. Wow. Genuinely. Well, I never meet anyone in, mm. in Magic Mansions because I'm, I'm not invited um, to anything. Anyway, um, <laughs> that is an excellent, excellent set of facts, Bush, about Bonfire Night. Thank and you very I, much. And I thank you for that. I particularly like the Chinese one, actually. That's very, very good. 10th century, 10th century, mate. 10th century. <laughs> It's Mel G here on Magic. Now, Mighty Bush, I have to ask you this. It's not contractual. It's just I'm actually really interested to know how's your week been? Mel, thank you for asking. My week has been full of excitement <gasps> about Bonfire Night yes. tomorrow. I'm really excited about Bonfire Night. What is it about this Bonfire Night? Why 2017? Why are we excited? Why this one in particular? Why? I just think it's going to be a good one. But yeah. I want to temper this excitement with just one word of caution for people. Okay. Okay? And this is aimed at kids. Yeah. Guys, you know, the penny for the guy. Yeah. I think the standard of the guy mm. over the years has really slipped. Now, when I was a kid, we used to make a guy and you'd go to go to real great lengths to fill up an old jumper with bags of sand, make it draw a face on a pillow, give him little legs or whatever and wheel him around. Put him in an old push chair. Put him in an old push chair, for example. Weeks but and weeks of work. It would take ages weeks. and you'd have mates, three or four of you all working in tandem to make sure the guy looked like a human figure. Nowadays, like let's just take last year's uh, bonfire night for example. Mm. Some of the guys that were going around, it was just a pillow with a face on it, oh, not even terrible. any clothing. Yeah, was it a pillow with just felt pen? Just felt pen face on a pillow. That's not a guy. You see, in our day, yeah. we'd have had the pillow and we'd have sewn quite possibly leather buttons yeah. to uh, to make eyes. <laughs> yeah, there'd, there'd be effort, wouldn't there? There would be effort, and there'd be some form of embroidery or stitch work going yeah. on. But now these kids are, are, are pushing around a pillow with a felt pen face on it in a trolley and they want a quid for it and it's not on it's not on mate so up I just want to just say to the kids listening to the show yeah. I know we have a big youth audience yes up your game yeah up your game if I see you outside yeah. Tesco Metro with a shoddy guy yeah I'm not paying out effigy effort is what we're asking for boom big time exactly that yes on a poster effigit effigit I once painted on bonfire night actually did you uh, so we were sitting around the uh, table, the big family table, ready to go out to our local school's firework display mm-hmm. and ate a bit of baked potato. And I slumped into yeah. my own plate. Oh, my Lord. Slumped straight forward because it was so hot, I fainted. My mum thought I was monkeying around. Yeah, I would do. And sort of was shouting at me and telling me off. <laughs> I'd, I'd fainted on a piece of baked potato. Wow. It was really hot. That's almost a precursor to the accident uh, that Brian Harvey from E17 had. Oh. He? He, didn't he have an accident with a baked potato as well? What, did he? Yeah, he was eating a baked potato and accidentally ran over himself. Oh, I didn't know he was eating a baked potato. There was a baked potato involved. Oh. Maybe Be- there's more people who've had baked potato-related injuries. Well, I tell you what, this is a little piece of advice, okay? <laughs> um, 
You know, to make a baked potato cook faster, you put it in the microwave. Yeah. So you give it like four or five minutes and then you put it in the oven to give it the nice crispy crisp. Start it off in the microwave, finish it off in the oven. A microwave baked potato is hotter than Saturn. I'm just telling you, <laughs> just be really careful. So what was it that made you faint though? Was it the shock the of the heat? Was it the shock of the heat? I'm very greedy, Bush, as you know. You've seen me with snacks. <laughs> and I woofed a great big load of the baked potato and slumped, just went slumped straight into I love that. That's amazing. One of my friend's kids did that. He got so excited about something, and this is a thing that kids do apparently. Yeah. He's only like four or five, Elliot, the little lad. Uh, he got so excited about them going somewhere that he passed out. Yes. That's what it must have been like for you with the baked potatoes. <laughs> or kids do it, they, they're sick. Yeah, they're just like... Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. My friend knew that she was going to get a canary for Christmas. Oh. She was about seven, <laughs> and she, she th- literally threw up when she opened the canary because she was so excited. Do you know what? If I got a canary, I think I'd throw up as well. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, it's good prezier. It'd be a brilliant present and you would be alerted early doors for gas leaks. Absolutely. Always. Double Always. trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Veruca chat just goes on and on and on. Love a bit of Veruca chat. Verukia. Veruca. Uh, oh, now this is a great quesi for you, Bush. Okay. Uh, because you have direct experience of this. Right. When you're on holiday in France. Oh, Should no. Speedos be made illegal in Europe? Right, can I just say, I was very worried about wearing Speedos in France <laughs> to the point where I almost didn't go on holiday. I almost didn't get on the Eurostar because I thought, if I'm going to be ordered to wear Speedos, yeah. that's awful. But once I got into them and then everyone else was wearing them, it was quite liberating. Did you buy them from a machine uh, almost like the little tiny toothbrush and toothpaste <laughs> that you get in service stations? Was it? Was it that kind of... Thing, or did you go into a shop and buy them? I ordered them online. I couldn't go into a shop. Do you know what makes me feel sick about swimwear in shops? Is that the netting? Netting that stuck-on bit of plastic. Someone else's like horrid bits have been on there. Like, yes. like you would want to try that on afterwards, and the plastic makes it okay. It's a gusset shield. Gusset shield. Yeah. Te- cracky name for a band. Terrible name for a thing. I don't like the netting that you get in male swimwear. Yeah. It's it's that sort of weird. It's like a, a sort of virtual version of the shorts, but in netting form. Little hammock. Horrid. Not good, is it, at all? No, it's no, grim. I, I ordered them online, but if you were to turn up at the French pool and you'd forgotten your Speedos, you'd be ordered to the vending machine and made to buy some. La piscine. La piscine. Oui, oui, oui. Dans la piscine, sans... Sans les euh, euh, Speedos. OK. <laughs> Back to GCSE French. I can't remember what it is. Uh, hang on. Le, 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 le. I'll, I'll have it next time. Next time. It is time for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Go. Hi Mel, it's Sophie. I fancy doing a night school class. What should I learn? Open to anything. Sophie, my dear, I sense you might be a bit of a florist on the sly. Possibly you might need a bit of a cooking on the sly. Or maybe you might want to do some BMX biking, Sophie. Come on, toughen yourself up. Next, please. Hi Mel, it's Alistair. Uh, My other half has decided to do no Christmas presents this year. Is this mean-spirited or a good thing? I am shocked. Alistair, into silence. How can you still be with this partner if all they can think of is a Christmas with no presents? Pa! Humbug! Boo! Scrooge! Get rid of the partner. Next. Mel, I'm a man suffering from man flu. I may die. What should I do to save myself? Man up! Man up! Man up! Three pieces of advice said in all the same way. Man up! Man up! Man up! Three pieces of advice said in a slightly different way. I'm sorry, I have absolutely no sympathy for you. 
Oh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hear more general stuff and gubbins like that every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast. <laughs>